Welcome to our podcast, Everyone Get to Slice. We aim to promote equality and respect for all by raising awareness of the inequality experienced by different members of society. You are lucky enough to be listening to <laughs> episode two, uh, where we'll be discussing gender inequality with Liv, Mia, Rachel and Rachel. And for this podcast, we will be calling one Rachel, Rachel and the other Rachel, Rach, just to be clear. That might be confusing for you, but it's fine for us. So. so we decided to start off today's podcast with looking at the definition of feminism, as when we did a survey in touch with you found that over 60% of people couldn't define feminism which was something we were quite shocked at. So the dictionary definition of feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the grounds of the equality of the sexes. Liv would you say this is a fair definition? I mean I would say I'd say it's it's fair but I would just say that the reason why so many people get so confused by it is because the definitions have been so changed over time that the the given definition is it's literally just that equality. equality between both genders and i think the whole like all of those really confusing definitions they do really tend to kind of confuse people and that's why so many people don't consider themselves feminists and i think it's important that we have that um yeah, I would agree, because one of the men that we asked during the survey said that he couldn't define feminism because he was a man. Mm-hmm. So to say, use being male as an excuse is to say that feminism is only tackling women's problems, when actually it's not about raising women above men, it's about raising both genders so they're equal in today's society. Yeah, and so what in today's society could be considered as why we need feminism? Well, I think that one example, Liv, is the gender pay gap, mm-hmm. which um, d- is actually defined as the average difference between the wages of men and women. Um, and a lot, some people may know about this, some people may not, but effectively, due to the gender pay gap, if men earn wages for a full year, then women stop earning on the 10th of November, which this essentially... Year? This year? Yeah. yeah. Jeez. And that essentially means that... Um, <laughs> women are earning in the same job are earning almost two months less wages which i think which actually a hundred percent of people we surveyed believe that that was wrong and there should be equal pay between the genders right um however it is quite sad that only 50 percent said said that they think that the gender pay gap will close a lot of people believe that in their lifetime it won't well I did hear of a campaign that they were doing the thing I mentioned the other day how um, I think it was like in the advertisement it was like the gender pay gap would close in 256 years without any like encouragement but like people are starting to sign petitions and trying to get it like closed more quickly hopefully in our lifetime but I don't think it's that publicised at the moment, so no. not people, many people know about I'd it. I'd agree. I mean, I go to an all-girls school, but even in our PSHE lessons, they've never once discussed a gender pay gap. Same. So without yeah. watching the news, actually, on kind of information given to me in school, I have received nothing on the gender pay gap when looking towards future careers. Yeah. Which is poor, because actually, how are women meant to get equal pay if we don't actually, we're not actually aware of the fact we are earning less? Exactly. Because so. we did t- speak to some people in like the I think they were security guards yeah, and they, yeah. and they both their jobs didn't. were paid equally. They said, yeah. Is there still a gap? And surprisingly, 
there was a man and a woman and the person who knew about the gender pay gap was the man and not the woman yeah, and not the woman which we thought was quite unusual because yeah. women are, are usually because it's a problem involving them they're usually more active you know they're more usually kind of like actively trying to close the gap and close yeah. that inequality but he knew more about it than she did yes and it was quite you know shocking and yeah so um what we're gonna move on to now is considering regarding that men knowing men tend to kind of like be aware of that is the sexual harassment claims that women aren't usually listened to with yeah a lot of you hear a lot of times like in the news and the courts a lot of them were just dismissed by the judge yeah but if you don't already know sexual harassment is the use of explicit or implicit sexual overtones and 97 percent of women in the uk have actually been sexually harassed and that's just and not recorded like not everyone's going to tell the truth are they because mm. n- nobody like a lot of people wouldn't want to speak up about it once it's happened because some people feel embarrassed yeah. and they shouldn't and it's no. just and some it's people never, don't actually know that they are that it is sexual harassment and it's never the person's or, fault that that's actually yeah are. so we actually went out into touchwood and we asked for like what people would do what what solutions we could find to help with this and what people said were there should be more prosecution of people guilty there should be more education especially people in younger school like in schools younger children to start from when they're really young to really get it into their heads and actually teach them what's wrong and right um it was also encouraged victims to speak up so allegations are taken more seriously which i really agree with because a lot of people don't feel that they can i think often because you say was 97 percent of women experience it it can feel like not a big deal like you might be walking down the street and someone shouts something or i'm pretty sure we we've all had we've all been sexually harassed and it shouldn't be like that it really shouldn't be like the first time Mm. i was sexually harassed was when i was 11 on the way to school on the way to school and i was walking well this instance i was walking home with my dad it was broad daylight i was with my dad it was with your dad and a guy like beat and then pulled over on the side of the road and started yelling out of his window and and my dad was like my dad was really shocked because obviously he'd never really experienced that having been alongside someone that's that's happened to and he was just really shocked and i still hear him now on his work conference calls talking about it to his friends because he's so shocked by it yeah and he gets so worked up about it especially with men and their their children yeah you think they want to protect their children especially if they're so vulnerable in in our society and i think we really need to learn what we can do if we're like witnesses because staying silent is just i think school i think education in schools education yeah i would definitely agree i would say especially education in schools because from such a young age you're being constantly bombarded by other things telling you it is your fault it's what you're wearing and i think you can even blame partly school uniform policies for that for example the strict enforcement on skirt lengths by telling people that they have to have their skirt below their knee in order to look presentable well i think that should be questioned as to why does having a shorter skirt supposedly make you less smart or respectable because i think that can still allude to similar suggestions of it you are partly to blame by what you're wearing exactly like what we've all experienced at school actually because we've been told that 
for example, in my school, we have, for our PE kit, we have sports and we also have leggings. Mm-hmm. And during lockdown, we had to come in in a full PE kit throughout the day because we weren't allowed to use the changing rooms. And one of the teachers told, I think it was year nine, not to come in in their sports because it would distract the male the teachers. Yeah. yeah, and yours was about socks, wasn't it? Yeah, we're actually at our school, so our skirt has to be below our knee, but they banned us wearing socks above our knee because it said it's meant to be too sexually provocative, which, I mean, to be honest, to tell someone that they can't wear their socks above a knee because it's provocative. Mm. Yeah. It's, dis- yeah. it's disgusting. Also, on sports day, when we were actually going out into the public... Oh, yeah, we weren't allowed to wear skorts. We, we had, had to, to wear, wear leggings, leggings over, the, over the skorts. Yeah. If you're going to just take it away. My mum basically said to me, don't wear leggings. You can wear what you want. If old men That's what we did at our school. We all just came in in yeah. our skorts in protest. Because they can't tell you to stop, can they? I mean, because everyone has the same experiences, but I think just the fact it is a school policy, it doesn't mean it shouldn't be questioned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because it's starting it from young again. Like, yeah. it's... What a lot of people believe as well is that we should be able to wear what we want and wear it for ourselves yes. and mm. not for other people or to cater to other people's needs and another example of that is actually about makeup yeah and we asked us that our our survey um in touchwood and online um there's a plane going past sorry we're really sorry (laughs) just point that we will give it one second to move overhead and then we'll on so i was talking about makeup so we asked our survey about whether people thought that girls wear makeup for themselves or for men um and actually almost 100 percent of the survey said that that every people wear it not solely for other people so they wear it for themselves as well as others yeah. sometimes. Like, for example, if you're kind of like going out on a date with someone, you might want to look pretty nice for them. If you're going out with your friends, you might just, you know, you want to go out in public, you want to, what you want people to look at you and think, oh, they look nice, he looks nice, she looks nice. And you want those people to kind of notice you and you want to feel, and that makes you feel good about yourself as well. Yeah. Although in terms of a makeup policy, I experienced a, single th- a similar thing at my school to skirts that we were told because it's an all-girls school, that there was no need for us to wear makeup because there was no boys there to impress. Oh, really? Like that was genuinely told in assembly when people were questioning it. So I think you have to ask yourself and look also at kind of what kind of societal pressures are there that suggest that yeah. you have to wear makeup yeah. in order. Like you could be subconsciously wearing makeup because you've been told to because of society. For, so like I myself, if I wear makeup, I'll wear it because it makes me feel happy about myself. Yeah. And I just, I feel like I'm caring for myself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even yeah, even my parents will still say, like, um, oh, why are you wearing makeup in the house? You don't need to wear it in the house. Yeah, like, some... But if girls want to wear makeup in the house, let them. If they want to, yeah. like, take Instagram pictures in their makeup, then let them. If they, they want to do good. that. <laughs> yeah, it makes <laughs> them feel good about themselves, and I don't <laughs> think anyone should dictate how they feel about... How they should feel about that and how... And express their opinion on it when it's, it doesn't even concern them. Yeah. In particular. Um, so, touching on that, we wanted to talk about how this is like almost as a shift from women. So we wanted to talk about men um, and specifically um, engraved toxic masculinity. So 
toxic masculinity is basically men having it engraved in them that they can't do feminine things they can't wear skirts they can't wear makeup they can't act feminine because then you're labeled as gay or a part of the lgbtq plus community so when we went into town and asked about men's mental health and how the engraved toxic masculinity the phrases man up and or you throw like a girl they are all internalized misogyny and toxic masculinity so 70 percent of people we asked said that phrases like man up can negatively affect men's mental health but society still encourages this view of men and if 70 percent which is a relatively high percentage if if 70 percent are saying that it neg- negatively affects men's mental health then surely something should be done about surely it surely something should be done about it yeah because but i don't feel like we speak about it enough no because women are so focused on now yeah. because women speak up about it men will only bring up their problems if it's to oppose a woman's argument in defense and i know that's happened to a lot of people yeah whilst yeah. they're speaking up about their allegations about I think also we have to be careful when saying like toxic masculinity because also to say like you want to go to the gym or you want to play sports is not necessary that's not enforcing an incorrect stereotype as long as you they're doing that because that's what they want so it's not as in they have to all show a feminine side it's just that you have to be able to feel as though if they want to they are able to show that side yeah you don't want to suppress people who want to do things like that i think if men want to wear skirts and dresses go ahead yeah if men want to do that without being labeled as homosexual they should be able to do that Yeah. yeah and i think men who want to play sports can play sports can play, can play yeah. sports and if yeah. they want to do i think with sports like that are them that are labeled feminine like a gymnastic and dance i think that really should just be cut and the sports like netball that only girls can play yeah shouldn't be my primary school let boys play though our primary school let boys yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i think netball's quite a funny case because you would say like uh, the male equivalent if you're going to call it a male equivalent would basketball. be basketball yeah. but both men and women Play basketball, basketball. like yeah. even like yeah. I was saying I go to North school, but we all play basketball. But then the boys' equivalent, they wouldn't play netball, so it's yeah. not still not going both ways. And it's like that say with scouts and brownies. Girls go to scouts, but then boys, no one comes to brownies. Yeah. So I think you have to look as if to say, it works both way in equality. So yeah. it's not just yeah. women trying to get yeah. what men have. Men should also be able to yeah. have what women have. And that does hinder the addressing of men's mental health. So yeah. 78% of male, uh, 78% of suicides are actually male. When I read that, it's a very I was shocking quite surprised. What, what, yeah. what about you? I was, you? I was quite shocked because you don't realise that it's that higher percentage. Yeah. Because, of course, now we're us four are aware of the fact that men's mental health isn't given equal status as women's because actually i also read another fact that 38 percent um only 38 percent of people in mental health therapy or getting help for their mental health were men Mm -hmm. so actually the majority were women so men aren't actually encouraged to go out and seek help if they need it which Mm. is and but women are and it shouldn't be like that it's about equality as well Mm -hmm. and with our survey um 78 75 percent um were weren't actually shocked about that fact which shows actually a lot of people yeah, we are kn- aware we, we are, are aware of this fact 
that there it's not equal but we're not doing anything about it yeah because most people just went oh yeah oh that actually no because they bottle up emotions it's as if it's kind of a it's an accepted given. fact now yeah because i think i've seen only like one ad on it and then from then on yeah. it just knew but yeah. it wasn't spoken about after yeah. that but you do yeah. see like girls girls tend to even use those phrases to yeah. men yeah like, why do you scream like a girl yeah like girls you sound like it. me when you scream you know like it's the like, manly men sort of phase that people yeah. went through when i think it was harry styles who were addressed and they were like i'll oh, bring back manly men i'm like Bro, <laughs> what are you playing at <laughs> i just think it, i just think it's important for men to know that it is okay to get help for mental health and yeah, to yeah. be well, you're still you know, vulnerable sometimes. you're still a man yeah, if you if yeah. you but if you identify as a man <laughs> you are a man yeah and mm. that's part of it as well because overall it's i think that a lot of w- women are given we in a lot of aspects of society women are not equal to men men are a ahead of the game gender pay gap um other topics like that whereas in other aspects men are don't receive as much attention for example mental health so actually the fact that it's good that we're addressing these issues and trying to raise awareness of the inequalities faced by both genders and hopefully that will help us combat these issues in the future Mm -hmm. and encourage other people to have discussions about it as well yeah yeah, because that's particularly why we wanted. So we hope that you've kind of got from this that what we're trying to say is the definition of feminism isn't that women are better than men. It's trying to advocate for equality between both sexes. Yeah. Yeah. And men should have a right to be able to define feminism. Yeah. And yeah. to be able to say themselves, I am a feminist and I advocate for all equal rights between both yeah. genders. And they yes. shouldn't feel like they're doing something wrong no. or might upset someone by doing that yeah so overall it's not one is better than the other it's equality for all that's what we are trying to get out of this especially as our series is entitled about inequality Inequality. and everyone gets a slice of that inequality and hopefully everyone can get a slice of the equality in the future if people keep raising awareness of it yeah thank you very much for listening thank you thank you Feel free to check out the other episodes in the series. Um, and their se- um, sexuality, race and social economics. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.